0: well 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 look what we have in the room today (laughs) it's not just me i mean i am here but you see these chuckling boys to my left You'll know who they are. You'll know who they are well before the end of the next forty-five minutes to an hour, depending on how sick I get of them and how quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, very special guest today. I have my bandmates. Wow,
1: guys! Thanks, dude. Thanks for having us. How exciting! Um, I just want to say, like, I've been watching. So this is. <laughs>
0: this is Elliot. Do you know his intro? Elliot plays guitar in my band, The Niche. That's Liam. Hi, Liam.
2: Hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for having us, Sheldon. Thank you, dude. Uh, loyal, wild listeners. Yeah. How are you?
0: recognize Elliot? my. <laughs> Sorry, David.
1: I'm really good. I'm a big fan <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> um, I think we've been trying to get on this for. How long have we been trying to get on the podcast for? Fucking eight. You've been on the podcast. At least.
2: The niche, we had, used to have the niche episodes, and then on niche episode one, at the very last 10 minutes, we had
1: Elliot. Yeah, we had everybody. And we had everybody on the podcast. Do you remember that? But I think you've sort of just stepped into a whole new era of podcasting and your, like your TikToks, you know, I think you've got more success on YouTube shorts, but I've really been enjoying your short form content. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I I have been, I have been trying, you know, these people will know, these are my followers. Mm. These are my fans. These are people who will ride and die for something like this. You guys know, you guys
1: know.
0: So I want us all to go on this journey together. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to have some tears. We're going to have some fun. There's going to be heartache. There's going to be drama, passion, love, lust, energy, energy. But it's going to be fun and it's going to be good and it's going to be healing and therapeutic. Yeah. So Liam is correct, right? So I'll give you some context. I now do this, but there was a stage where you and I did a podcast together, Liam. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, we had about five or six episodes. Oh, really good too. Mm. Was, I remember that was the best one was about spiders. You, you were working at a pet shop, or you used to work at a pet shop, and you were talking about how you used to clean out spider cages. Yeah, it's Fucked. Like, i remember that podcast that's a good
0: podcast <clears throat> so liam Elliot and i are in a band together we're in a band called the niche and you know what guys i think this is going to be a good thing for us to maybe watch back in a few years it'll just be us it'll be us it'll be like a time capsule yeah we were actually five years from now where are you going to be liam think about it realistically five years from now you'll be 39
2: <laughs> mentally i'll be probably done i think i'll be cooked Cool. Five years from time, um, I think, it's hard to say, like if I go in the past, think, how old was I five years ago? 22. So I would have been at uni, oh, I would have been like second or third year university, I think. Damn. Yeah, my, my very first degree, going to shoots for the first time. First I, degree? Yeah. Oh, he's educated. Mm.
0: He's educated. <laughs>
2: I think I was going out to schools for the first time. In the, I was a teacher, by the way. I'm not just going to schools for fun. Um, but I was just like at the back of the room, sort of observing on crack, having grade seven kids from rough areas of Brisbane bully me. Did, you know, I like to think in five years' time, not a lot would be different. But if you think about five years ago, a lot has changed. So yeah. I suppose if you look at the same sort of pattern. Going to be quite different in five years' time.
0: Do you see yourself being in any particular position or having every anything specific in life that's going to be different? Mm.
2: Job wise, money I wise. think so. I think money wise, uh, I think teenager to early twenties is a big jump, and then you sort of just in limbo land for a little while. And I think late twenties into early thirties is another big jump again. That's where you start getting hopefully into the career that you're going to be in in your forties. If you've got nothing going on in your early 30s, mid-30s, it's probably red alarm bells.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think you should be well and truly into your career by your mid-20s. I'm sorry to say this, guys, but... I mean, ideally, uh, most people don't have that luxury, though. Most people fuck about in their 20s
0: because they can't get to where they want to be yet. You know? But I think you're both correct. In the ideal world, if you get into your... Like, what you're doing now. If you get into a creative space, you start making money in your early 20s. By the time you get into your 40s, you'll be making... Really good money doing something that you love because mm. you've gone through the hard yards. But Liam is correct in the sense of if you do not have anything happening in your late twenties, early thirties, you'll be a loser for the rest of your life. You're right. without a doubt, dude. No offense, guys. Any family members that I know that are losers, if they if they were lazy in their twenties and they started out their thirties like still being a labor or something like mm. that, chances are you're not gonna you're not gonna end up getting rich. You're gonna have, walk past fancy sports cards, take a photo of it on your phone, and go. Post it on Facebook and go, my future girl.
1: Well, I think you can make a lot of money doing um, labor. Is labor just like a tradie? Not really.
0: In, in this country, tradies make a lot of money. But where mm. I'm from, dude, labor is like somebody who just helps build a house and they just push a wheelbarrow and mm. cement it. Okay, I got you, I got you. Nobody makes that sort of money. So Liam, that's where you think it'll be. Elliot, tell us about you, bro. Tell us about your journey,
1: where you're at now. It's been a journey. You've been a crazy journey. journey
0: Brian. Where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Um, well, let's let's start. I like what Liam did. Let's go five years back from how old would I have been? 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working at a cafe. A little cafe near my house. Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. Um, loved it. And then really just started hating it. All of a sudden, it was like a switch. And I think I am quite, you know, I love something and then all of a sudden it'll be like, I hate it now. And that kind of happened. I saw myself opening my own cafe and then I said, I well, that. now... You, you know, were going to do
2: your own strand of uh, milk jugs. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah,
0: Those... Dude, you were doing that. hardcore. Oh, yeah.
1: oh. um, but yeah, anyway, so long story short, uh, as of yesterday... I'm working full-time as a content creator, videographer, you got hired full-time? Do a little bit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. That's, That's sick. sick. Thanks, how much are you earning? Um, it's good enough for now. I think it's good enough for now, but What's yeah. your salary per year before tax? I've definitely got, I don't want to, I don't want to tell all the viewers. How bit, much is it?
0: How much is it? Is it, is it more than quadruple digits? Quadruple. No. How no. much, how
2: much less? <laughs> I can see the math. Quadruple digits. Quadruple digits is like a hundred. This is one of your topics. Ask them about sensitive information. <laughs> For their the bank accounts.
1: Know. Their credit card pin number. Okay, is it, is it. Essentially, the way it works is, you know, with startups, the more we grow, the more I'll get rewarded yeah, online as well. And there'll be You got, got a lucky job. Don't even want to talk about it. It's exciting stuff. A lot of it's just TikTok. You and know, that's that's pretty different. much. I actually I went. Like to the, so jealous! I things. went to the cafe that I used to work at today to do some work. Did they recognize you? They're yeah, like, the,
2: well. Are you the man, the myth, the legend? Are you the are, are you, you the, the guy? I'm on the wall. There's
1: a photo of me on the wall there. Aww, Aww that's, that's cool. sweet. I know it's a photo too. It was cute. It was from when I started when I was like eighteen. And there's a little speech bubble on it that says. My bad. I used to make a lot of mistakes. Oh, I used to go, my bad. my bad. My
0: bad. That's cute, dude. My, if I ever have anything like that, it'll be like a big photo of my face
1: with a red circle around it and a line drawn through. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, when people quit, they put black X's on their eyes. A lot of people have photos on the wall. That's
0: pretty cool, kind of like marshmallow. Mm.
1: But tell us, tell us where you'd like to be in five years. Far, far out, man. Far out. Far out. It's very right? Australian. Yeah, I know.
0: I wanted to say the F-word, but then I thought about far out instead. Far Where am I going to be in five years, dude? Definitely 19-year-old girlfriend. I'll have, I was just
2: joking. Oh. <clears throat> What's up with that, dude? You don't think I can do it? Because she would be 13 right now. Oh, yeah. There's a man. I don't know where I'm going to be in five years, bro.
0: You know where I'm going to be in five years? I'll tell you where I'm going to be in five years. i will be making money off of this thing. Off of this damn thing, my dude. A wild podcast. 100%. That's going to be my biggest focus, is to make money from this thing one day. Anyway, so we, we've known each other now for about three years,
2: and we kind of met each other when we started a band together.
0: Do you remember the first time you all met me? Yep.
2: Yeah. You came in for an audition yeah. at VIA, which is like a scrambly, shabby little tin shed in Brisbane yeah. where it's allegedly soundproof and you can spend $60 to have it for like six hours or whatever. And we met you on BandMix, which is a great hub if you want to find um, a serial killer. Uh, there's mostly freaks and psychos on that platform. Uh, Case in point here with our main man Sheldon and he came in for an audition played some drums I think we had two or three drummers lined up on that day didn't we we just shotgunned several in a row You guys had a
0: few because I remember we were trying to fit it in and I had to do some stupid thing going on the Gold Coast Mm -hmm. Do you know what that trip something happened on that trip that I told somebody about today Which was absolutely disgusting. Can I tell you guys? Yeah, of course. So We went on vacation. It was myself my girlfriend her stepmom and her baby brother Right, we go to the Gold Coast and we stop at this hotel and I've got to pee so bad. And it's like an undercover parking, we jump out and there's a room. Yeah, you know, obviously it's like underground parking and there's one room, there's a toilet, but it's like toilets that like the cleaners would use, you know? Mm. Or the, the the staff who work outside. It's really gross, white toilet, but it's kind of clean in terms of the bowl. But everything else is just like looks like a almost like a shed. And I go, I really need to pee. I don't know how long it's gonna take us to get up there, I really need to go pee. And she goes, and the mom's like, no, we have to go, come on, come on. We're we're, we're already late for our check-in. I'm like, please, I just have to go pee. She's like, fine, but we're going. We're going to wait, but we'll hurry up and go go pee. And I go in, and I start peeing, and I'm in a hurry. I'm really dehydrated, right? I've been in a car for the last two hours, and I just pee, but I pee all over the seat, right? It's just like yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow on the seat and shit like that. And I'm in such a rush that I'm (laughs) pissed all over the seat. And I just think to myself, this is not my problem. Somebody else will clean this up. It's gross, but somebody else will clean this up. And then I decided to pull my pants up, just to do my hands, throw it in the thing and I flush. And then I turn around and I walk out. And as I walk out, Amber's mom wants to come in. <laughs> she wants to come in. And then I, I first sort of thought to myself, should I just clean it? Yes. But then I was just like, oh, I'll just, maybe she won't think it's me. And I just walked straight past her, and she was like, I need, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's quickly. the worst. And then she just went in, and I just thought to myself, bro, what is she gonna think? Yeah.
1: What I is mean, she gonna think I'll I just have did? a few guesses. Yeah.
0: But, anyways, that was the day that I, I met you all. I almost didn't come to this audition because I was super nervous. Mm-hmm. They sent me two songs to practice, and I thought they sound pretty good. I like the songs, but, you know, this is, I was only in Australia for like less than a year, dude. I was really intimidated. I was like, I don't know if these... Maybe these are like cool Australian dudes. They're just Australian. And... <laughs> just joking. Barely that. And He's from England and yeah, my family, we're not even Australian. <laughs> Australian. Yeah, true. We're just dudes. We're just dudes. <laughs> and I didn't want to come because... And then on, on the actual night, my stick broke. Did you know that? My stick broke. You told me. Mm. While I was 20 minutes before I had booked an Uber to leave, my stick broke and I just thought, this isn't meant to be. It's just not going to happen. Fuck this. And... Then I arrived and the first thing I said to you guys was, I'm really nervous. You never say that at a Bad audition, dude. As if you guys are gonna
2: <laughs> empathize with me. Oh he's nervous. He came in and you're like, Hi, my name's Sheldon. And I went, like, Oh, he's South African. Interesting. And then you went, Can you guess which country I'm from? <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. That's annoying.
0: That's annoying, Why would I say that? And I was like, South Africa. Yes! <laughs> you got
3: it! South Africa. <laughs>
0: yeah it was fun and we played a couple of songs uh, and then we kind of started the band I mean I I do want to hear about the history of the band from somebody else's perspective a little bit I feel like I've spoken enough Elliot do you want to tell us a little bit about the band do you want Liam to
1: probably best I tell it let's do it Um, so I found well the band was going before I even joined um, and I, I was desperate to play music in some form or another and, um, you know, I tried to find a good band for a while and it's hard. It's really hard to find mm-hmm. a band. What do you think the the three hardest
0: things when it comes to trying to find a band or somebody to play within a band? Um, oh, well,
1: first of all, where do you look? Um, you know, in an, today's day and age with social media, you think it would be easy, but that brings me to my second point and it would be just the type of people that want to be in a band these days. Yeah. And they're all, they all just seem to be the same, the same type, and they're all like, I don't know if you've found this, but they're all like, real metal sort of guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really weird, why is that, I don't know. I would say metal,
2: not that there's anything wrong with that, but the vast majority of people looking for bands are very, I don't know, metal just seems to be dominant
1: as a genre. Here's I'm what I'm thinking, maybe with our age and people younger, This kind of music, guitar music, in like the indie, indie rock, indie music, it's just kind of dying out. Maybe they're shifting towards hip-hop and EDM, and they're sort of moving Mm. away from guitar music, so there's less people in that space, and just the people that do stick around on their instruments are the diehard metal fans, maybe. Potentially.
2: I also find that a lot of young people our age are already in bands. Like, anyone of True. quality is already in a band. They get snapped up very, very quickly. Yeah, they probably got so friends. And the shit. people left on the platforms are usually, like, all <laughs> the guys, and they're, like, got cross-armed with, like, black sunnies that they've bought from the server in front yeah. of, like, corrugated iron. And, you like, can, weird facial hair going...
1: You can see why they're not. in like, 47. Yeah. Like, I
2: play music that fucks you up.
1: But how many people do you guys know that are in bands? Uh, you guys. People. Without being, like, without just meeting other bands, like, how many people do you actually know as a friend? The without only, meeting them in the, the scene Yeah,
2: the only people I know from bands are in people I've
1: met through the scene. There's really not that many. It's no. weird. Like you think, oh, everyone's. Everyone well, do we do we know that
0: many people though? I mean, I yeah, if you just thing, think about the people in your
1: life, I don't know that many people. And think about it. How long does it take to learn an instrument to be good enough to play in a band? Well, th- this
0: is my point, right? When I was talking to somebody about this, there's three key factors when it comes to either finding somebody in a band, finding finding a band to join, or finding someone to join your band. Mm. The first is they have to like relatively the same music as you, mm. just so that you can all play towards the same goal to some extent. Mm. Number two, they have to be as good or better at playing, at playing their instrument than you are at yours. Because if I play drums, let's say, really shit, <laughs> and... If, yeah. I really called the joke, right? <laughs> so let's say I play drums really shit and Liam plays his guitar really good, it's going to be very hard for him to learn how to... How to it's going to be hard for him to play with me in a, in a good and organic way. And third, and most importantly to me, is you've got to find people that you can actually just talk to and hang out with. Mm. So you've got to have all three of those boxes yeah. ticked. And the last one is actually very difficult. Mm. We've been in a band for a while, and we auditioned a variety of
2: different people, and we struggled. We oh, there's really been struggled. tons. There's been, it's either they're really good at their instrument, but they're socially awkward, and it's just like we always, when we were doing auditions, it was <laughs> the cat, dude. <thing. laughs> Continue Sheldon's <laughs> cast is desperately trying to get in and now, There's good I, shit going on in here Yeah, now that the door's open She's just going to walk she's away like, oh, no, 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 Didn't want it that bad <laughs> It's just days <those> three Sorry, <laughs> what you were saying? Um, they're either really good at their Because when we used to do auditions We would purposefully do two things We would obviously do the jam or oh, we'd do three things We would ask them to rehearse a song And we would get play that song as a group then we would like throw a song at them that's easy to learn but we hadn't given it to them beforehand and just sort of have a jam around and see if they're able to do that. And then there was always the social element of it. We would go out to the patio and we might get pizzas or beers or nibbles and we might just have a chat about something else. <laughs> and it's hard to get <laughs> someone to pass all three.
0: Yeah. True, true. We had this is how cheap Liam is. We once had a guy come and he drove for like an hour and 20 minutes to get there. And he gets in and Liam and he's, he's so like, I'm so hungry. And Liam got so annoyed I could see him like look around like, oh God, if I can feed this guy. And he came down with a plate of 11
2: pretzels to share between the four of
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, bro?
2: Unreal. This guy. It's not divisible by four either. So <laughs> fuck me off.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a crazy time. I remember we auditioned uh, that guy that looked like Seth Rogen. Yeah. Do you remember, but I did something to him. I called him because I got his number. Do you remember what I did? Because I don't remember. Do you <laughs> I remember still me? don't
1: know why he did this. This is crazy. Hold on, i just got to say, Sheldon just given me a nicotine mint. And the last time I had one, we were in the valley. It's really gross. We had a few drinks. I was pretty drunk, but not that drunk. And then I had one of those, and we were at karaoke. And my name got called up just as I put it in my mouth. <laughs> And I thought, well, I've got to sing. I better just chop down and swallow it. But, that releases all the nicotine in one go. Yeah. So as soon as I got off stage, dude, my head was like a washing machine. <laughs> that was fun. And I, I said to my girlfriend, I gotta go, I gotta go. I vomited twice just walking... You're lying. Yeah. You vomited from those things. I was so, 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 so sick. They are very strong. Those things do, and th- but these are the I've two milligrams. No, these are the two milligrams. These are the weaker ones. So just keep an eye on me. Okay, we'll look after you, Ellie. Don't worry.
0: Okay, what were you saying
2: before we got really interrupted? So when we audition people, they're auditioning us as much as we're auditioning them. Imagine you're trying to find the right type of people to come and join your band, right? So. Yeah. You're rocking up to someone else's space. You're all heads on a swivel. Ellie, might be able to talk to this after. You're going, who are these guys? What are they like? Same sort of thing. Are they like mine or whatever? So I was always very conscious of that. So I wanted to present us in the most professional, nice way possible. (laughs) Like I said, we thought about what songs that they were going to audition. We made sure that the room was tidy. We even shouted them dinner sometimes. And... The place that we were rehearsing at the time was a bit difficult to find, so we exchanged phone numbers, and I gave him a detailed list of instructions on how to get there, even in the case that he got lost. This was on a communal group chat that we (laughs) shared the phone numbers. So Sheldon also saw this. And while I'm trying to direct him to the rehearsal space, Sheldon rang him about 12 times, pretending to be... An overseas scammer (laughs) (laughs) trying to to sell him like life insurance and stuff like that and then when he got there he's like sorry bro I was trying to return your calls but I just get totally (laughs) this guy just kept ringing me saying saying they're trying to scare me out of my money and stuff like that and then when Sheldon comes in big smile on the face (laughs) trouble with your phone tonight hey. Thinking that you had lost your mind. I was legitimately <laughs> exactly. worried about you. I'm like, Sheldon, we're trying to impress this
1: guy. We I mean, weren't trying to impress him, were we? <laughs> no, nah, he was. I he... think showing our true authentic selves was the best the best thing we could have done there. Yeah, dude. Like there's some people that I think we
0: could be authentic with and they would have totally just kinda gotten us in that sense. And that guy wouldn't have gotten us. I don't think so.
2: He yeah, uh, when we when he figured out it was you, he was just sort of like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he didn't. He didn't like the fact that it was me. Yeah. He didn't think it was funny. But he was just a fatty, bro. He just looked like Seth Rogan. Yeah, there was a lot of people that you just go like that has to visually fit the band as well. That's another pro- a thing as yeah. well. Like it can't like you could have someone like minded, likes the same music as you do, plays the instrument well. You can have a chat with them. But if they're like. Crazy different age, they've got a different aesthetic, different vibe. Like, it just it's
0: if they're hard. overweight, bro. The worst thing is if somebody would turn up and they're overweight, mm. <laughs> I'd hate well, like it. the below, worst thing below a seven
1: out of ten, yeah. yeah, yeah I, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that
0: because we're all like we're with 10s. Well, we're decent looking fellas, right? We're, we're all decent looking dudes. If you wouldn't have, look at us and go, Oh, yeah, now Hopefully. imagine. Now imagine I if we notice. had like a bassist that would come in and he's just <laughs> ugly. I wouldn't want to play with them. I'd be like, bro, you're going to scare away all the women. I just, all the women. I, I can't. All
2: say. the women that we get. <laughs> yeah. No. We do get As much. I don't agree with all that. All that we get. Yeah, disavow what Sheldon said. Sorry, I guys. personally disavow That's horrible. what Sheldon said. That's a horrible <laughs> thing to say. But, but after the gig... Um what happens is we always get one guy coming up being like, What panel do you use? Oh, and it's interesting that you're actually using the Japanese model of the Gretchen, and not the actual English. <laughs> that's all we get. Is some guy that wants to go use? Sheldon got asked out once. Mmm, and then she heard your voice.
0: I got asked out twice, dude.
2: I remember there was a mo- <laughs> So while we're playing. Once it was to greases. This blonde, Greece, blonde so. girl. In a red dress, is like, looking, you play the drum, we do jerk it out, you do the solo, and she's like, wow. And then after the gig finishes, she goes like, I love your drumming. And I could hear Sheldon go, thanks, I've been practicing for years. (laughs) That's garbage. And then, (laughs) when he spoke, I could see her face go. what the fuck? That's rubbish.
0: What What
1: do you think he sounds like without knowing him? Like a... Like, dude, the like a guy. Guys. Like, hey. Hey, who are you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? What's hey, up? Okay. Yeah. Hey, but what does he sound like? My, my name's Sheldon. What does uh, Sheldon sound like? I play Sheldon? the
2: drums, and I'm in a band called The Nish. It'd be really cool if you came and gave us a look. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> you you be the girl, and you be cool Sheldon. Okay. <laughs> so you gotta...
2: I love your drumming! You guys were so good!
0: Thank you, babe. It's... <laughs> we, just, we just do what we can. Perfect. Know. See, so so that's, that's what you needed to do.
2: Right? Yeah. yeah, but uh, people would think that I have throat cancer.
1: Music <laughs> like this. Well, so it'd it be
2: up. a plus on what you've got now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't...
0: <clears throat> so you're telling me that if I spoke like this, the first time I came in, you guys would just
2: be okay with it? Hey guys, I'm here to like... Audition.
0: No, dude, I sound like I think I'm Johnny Depp. Play some beats. Now that I think about how he how he enacts my voice, how does he enact my voice?
1: You, really, bro. Please. Sorry, guys. That that, no, I'm getting dizzy. Like I'm getting really dizzy. <laughs> it's a to... two milligram. Is yeah, for kids, bro. It's they'll get And can I just say, those they should not be sold at coles. So good. I feel By the so way, missed. that's just normal eclipse mints that Elliot's eating, right? <laughs> Are they? No, dude, okay. they're a proper thing. There's nicotine in <laughs> it, guys.
2: Bro, did you get spearmint?
1: Oh! <laughs> okay, I've told you!
2: No spearmints are strong! There's about half of that still in there. Oh, you should it's drink ice, that. Ice, bro, now. it's ice. And nicotine flavored ice. Nicotine flavored yeah. ice. That's the name of our new album.
0: Nicotine
1: flavored ice. Nicotine
2: flavored
0: ice. we thought about doing some cool. Album names for a while. We
2: actually had a pretty cool one that I came up with. What was it like, Cherry Bomb Lipstick or something?
0: No, dude, it was... You say it, because I don't want to say I it. can't it remember what so it good. was. Say it. it was Love Letters to London. Do you remember that? I totally came up with that, bro.
1: It's- I think you ripped that off The Cure.
0: No way, I don't even listen to The Cure.
2: Love Letters to London. I
0: like the, the alliteration. Love Letters to <laughs> London. Yeah, I think it would have been good. We- we've- We do sound super British <laughs> Whenever you send me anything funny, it's always about British people, bro. You want to be British so bad. To a fault.
2: <coughs> you love... Why do you love British culture so much? Uh, it's more the genre of music.
1: Huh. But the it's com- more the so... Com- comedy. The comedy's
2: good. I mean, British... I think it's more of
1: a... American or British humour? Oh. British every single day of the week. Yeah, British. Have you ever seen the British Office versus the American Office?
2: Steve Carell or the British Office. The British Office craps all over. Have there. you
0: Have you seen the British Office recently?
1: American
2: humor is like Friends and and Frasier. And so you're saying Seinfeld's not funny. Seinfeld's funny, but that's New York humor. That's very different. Mm. New I mean, York humour is its own little thing But like modern family or big bang theory and you know, all That's that's what I
1: picture when I think of it I think they're trying to appeal to a, a bigger audience I mm. I'm not sure I want to ask you guys something that happened to me this week and I want to hear what you'd have to say
0: This happened to me on Monday Monday night And at first I kind of thought to myself Oh it's probably best that I didn't say something Yeah but then I kind of thought to myself, maybe I should have said something. And the only reason I didn't say something was because of cowardice. Right? Mm. So I live in Stafford and Stafford is a bit of a crazy area. It can be pretty shitty. Right? I never had too much of an issue here. Okay. I've had the odd instance, like I was walking to the bus stop the other day and a guy stops me and he just see he's crazy. And he stops me and he goes, excuse me, I have a question for you. This is not what I want to tell you, by the way. He goes, excuse me, it's literally this happened on Wednesday. He goes, i got a question for you. And I go, what's wrong? And he goes, have you brushed your teeth today? And I went, yes. <laughs> and he went, good. And he carries on walking. And I thought that was funny, Sometimes right? You need Innocent, that. that shit's all good, right? Sometimes you need that. It's just a little interaction with an NPC out there. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Have you brushed your teeth today? Yeah, he's doing I mean, God's work. Dude, that's going to be like the future of ads, mm. right? It's going to be humanoid robots <laughs> who's going to stop you <sighs> in the street. Have you brought your teeth today? God damn it, you
1: got me. Try a new Colgate. (laughs) Oh, God damn, I'm trying to get to work. (laughs) You know, it's like, um, what do you call them? Like pop-up ads? Yeah. Mm. You think you're about to talk to a real person. Get away from me! Oh yeah. Pop-up (laughs) bogans. Or you get into a a whole conversation with someone, you think they're a real person. Oh. And then at the end...
2: uh, What if you're chatting someone up and there's a pop-up for like Tinder? And then they just go... Yeah. Ah!
1: (laughs) No, I'm horny now. (laughs) Anyway, so <clears throat> join me and singles just like me on Dindu. Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> she shuts down. It's
2: like, no. Do you know, the, it'd be funny if they weren't sexy at all. Just a guy I'd be like, Do you know, there's old grannies in your area?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: He's like trying to give you the lowdown.
0: Bro, I heard that there's hot milks so who want to have sex in your area. <laughs> have you seen some of those ads? I saw this ad. Uh, not on the actual site or anything like that, but it was like someone took a screenshot of it, and it was of a woman that goes, I swear, it's like a woman in like like a, in a 55s and like lingerie, and she goes, my husband is dead. I just want to fuck. <laughs> and I was like, dude, who's going to click on that?
1: Guys. You
0: guys didn't like that.
1: I Disavow. have found the coolest thing. It's the new Chat GPT update where you can actually talk to... Your little chat GPT guy. Why don't you ask him to introduce the podcast? So, yeah, I was thinking. And then we put could. him up to the mic,
2: and he'll do a better job than the three of us combined. Give it all a right. go, bro.
1: All right, what shall we call him? Oh, Chad. Chad, all right. Chad GPT. <laughs> hey, we are, uh, well, this is the Nish. We're a band from Brisbane. I don't tell them too much. And you're.
3: <laughs> hey, Dinesh. That's
1: cool. Dude, you, you want to keep The dude. All right, we're going to call you Chad, Chad (laughs) GPT, and we're currently on Sheldon March's Wild podcast. It's called Sheldon Wild. (laughs) No, it's called Wild. wild. Sorry. Google March Wild. And, and. Uh, Sheldon Wild. (laughs) What are you doing, bro? We're getting
0: there. Don't have a comment again. Just tell them what to do. I know. dude.
1: Okay, if you're still listening, Chad. It was the best of times. If you're still listening, introduce the podcast. You're on live right now. Chad, we need you to introduce Wild Podcast. You're on you're on the podcast right now. You can be our fourth member. So just introduce the podcast. You've got Liam Elliot and the big dog Sheldon.
3: Sorry, an unknown it. error occurred. Let's try again later.
1: <laughs> Chuck it in the fucking picture. Chad, Chad, we need you, bro. We need <laughs> Top you to... Tier content. We need you. By the way, I don't know if you know, but your name's Chad GPT. You're introducing the Wild Podcast. You've got Liam, Elliot, and Sheldon from The Niche. Right now, you're on air. You're the fourth member of this podcast, Chad. So introduce us. Hey,
3: everyone. Welcome to the Wild Podcast. I'm Chad GPT, your fourth member today. Joining me are the fantastic trio from The Niche, Leon, Elliot, and Useless. Sheldon. These guys are known for their unique and engaging conversations. So good. let's dive in and see what exciting topics we'll explore today with The Niche crew. How's pretty everyone doing? What's on our agenda for the podcast? It's
1: pretty good. Chad, Sheldon has just taken off his pants and he's running out of the room. Um, we're not really sure what's going on. Can you call him back into the room for us?
3: Sheldon, hey, where are you off to? The team needs you back in the room, man. <laughs> Whatever's going on, I'm sure we can talk it through. The podcast isn't the same without you. Oh. Come back and join us. The podcast isn't the same without you.
1: That's sweet, dude. That's He's cool. back, Chad. What shall we talk about now?
3: To have you back, Sheldon. Let's shift gears a bit. How about we discuss something music related? Maybe share some insights into your songwriting process, or talk about the most memorable gig you've played so far. Happy what do you to
1: guys do think? It. Perfect. Happy to do it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about our gig. Um, Liam, would you like to go ahead? Chad, I'm just gonna put you on pause for a sec.
2: Bye, Chad G Which gig? Which gig? We've played so many. Best gig, I think. Let's let's go around the room and think about our best and worst gig. <coughs> Chad, what was your favourite gig? Yeah,
1: what was your favourite gig, you robot? Sharing your pick for the best
3: gig can bring out some really interesting stories and it's me
1: off now, guys.
3: <laughs> Liam, why don't you start? What's your favourite gig memory with the band?
2: What's my favourite... F- fr- <laughs> um, my favourite gig was a gig called... Uh, a venue called Los Sculligans. I think, it was, I think it was just a gig. It was just a headline gig. It wasn't for anything in particular. That's what it was. But they made us the headliner, and that is, it, was, it was pretty stressful in the lead-up, I'm not going to lie, because I look after a lot of the logistics, and I purposefully shield these innocent babies from it all. But we were getting emails from the booking agents being like, you guys aren't selling enough tickets. You're going to be in the red. You're going to have to pay me back. Blah, 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 blah. And Did they do that? Sort of stuff. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, and... Oskulligan is just like a blank room. They don't even have a back line, anything. And you got to... The venue gets... Sorry, but they get a band. They get an hour's of entertainment. And they expect people to come. What do they provide? That sounds like a
3: mix of pressure and excitement, Liam. Headlining at Oskulligan must have been a significant moment, especially dealing with all the logistics and the stress of ticket sales. It's impressive how you manage to handle the situation, especially in a venue that required an extra effort to set up. What was the atmosphere like during the gig itself? How did it feel when you started
1: Dude, playing? Taking over the
0: whole Dude, tell Chad ready? to shut up.
2: Shut up! Chad! Okay. But
0: Chad you. your Chad's right.
2: It, it was a very <laughs> it is smart. difficult, logistical place to set up because other venues, they have people that come there ordinarily. Other venues have a at least a drum kit. Whereas those Sculligans, no one goes there unless you bring people there sometimes Mm. Uh, and it's just like a blank room and it's not even sort of I mean it's an interesting room in some ways but in other ways it's just a rectangle Mm -hmm. whereas Greece has got like little little, alley it's a horrible uh, oscarligans is just like a room they try and make it look good but it's it's quite difficult and if there's no one in there it looks empty some venues like King Lear's you can have like four people and it's not too bad oscarligans if there's no one in there Yeah, it's too wide. It's like a vacuous, just black hole. That's what she said. But a lot of people came through. um, I think we sold two online tickets, but we ended up having nearly 50 people come there. That was cool. The venue was pretty packed, and everyone, we played last and had some good bands play with us, so... Everyone was really into it, and then they had a few drinks by the time we came on, so the response was magic by then. It was fine. Uh, And we had a really good base. India was our basis for that gig as well, and she brought a lot of energy, which was good. Our worst gig ever, oh, it'd be a tie for the last one we played, or the Mount Tambourine one, there was literally no one there, but the... The travel to and from and staying overnight at the place was quite fun, so... I liked it. That was quite fun, and it was a a very cool venue. It was like a big farmhouse, and there was like big acreage and windmills and stuff, so... I was
0: really mad, though. Do you remember that day I didn't get any food?
1: Oh yeah, you missed out on dinner. We had a free meal and I got a whole steak and I, I got ate it in a, front of show. Yeah, and I had like the want... best pork belly I've ever had. I had nothing. Dude, dude. That was a <laughs> good. Why did I not order food? What was oh, I doing? Oh, you missed... Dude, you got a free meal. Oh, do you know what it was?
0: It's because I hadn't drunk alcohol for a while so I wanted to drink on an empty stomach to feel the buzz and then get food
2: and I just missed out. You really missed out. The worst gig I'd say was we were supporting another band at Greaser and they rejigged the stage to their needs and we were too weak to say that that didn't work for us so we couldn't hear anything and then the their genre was quite different to ours so they were sort of more moody bit a bit more american a bit more hard a bit more Radioheadish. who's this uh, tragic me they're great but i think i didn't know that they reject the whole stage yeah they had the drums in the middle and then they were out amongst the people which was perfect for the good idea and they were really good Um, but I think our sounds didn't for some reason I thought there was crossover but on the night like looking out to their fans I was like oh dude I liked that gig they brought a lot of people there and I just felt like the crowd didn't like us very much
0: could be actually you're right do you remember there was that one drunk guy who kept on screaming Mm. (laughs) Because was was super nice about me
2: our strength is that we get the crowd on side no matter where we are But for some reason, that's one of the only gigs where I felt the crowd
1: didn't like us. Hmm. Anyway, that's my best and worst. What about you, Elliot? Um, Come back to me. Okay.
0: I'd say my best was by far probably Brightside. Mm -hmm. Just because of how big that was. And there was a lot of people there. Yes, they weren't all there for us. It was a battle of the bands. But we sounded incredible. I still watch clips of that. And it's amazing. I think we sounded... Um, me very too. full me too we sounded full and it was it was just the three of us we were worried because we didn't have a bassist we just killed it we just absolutely
2: killed it we, that was... we must have played there several times mm. like, I can only playing, remember playing there once It
0: was just we once. did several
1: rounds it was just the once twice because no, we got through yeah yeah he's right But we won the first round yeah. twice must I'd, have played twice I don't know if you guys have ever played with fallback are they fallback speakers did we do no, just yeah. a trio twice Pretty sure. Well, of
0: course we would have. We would have we done have. just a trio of the first time. Funny, I honestly. only remember playing once. I only remember but playing we must once have. as well.
2: We must have. Yeah. Maybe we've wiped the second one because we lost so bad. It could be. The only thing I remember is the second one is the band that fucking won. Only won because they were wearing silly hats. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's so funny. Oh, but for them.
0: Yeah, well, the, how they were judging the winners, you should probably you should bring a contest Popularity to contest. It yeah, was, and it was... You would go in and you'd buy a drink and then you would just put a, a, a ticket into like a jar. So whoever brought the most people won, essentially. And these were all like kids, bro. They were like 18, 19, just probably all their yeah. school friends. And we brought
2: everyone to the first round, which is why we won. Then the second round was like a week or two after. And a lot of people go like, eh, bro, I came to your last gig. Like, exactly. I'll, I'll come in like a few months' time. Let me know when the next one's on. Exactly. So the second time around, we had just loved ones. I yeah. Think. We had almost nobody there.
0: Mm. I'd I'd say that was my favourite gig is the first round at the bright side and the worst was probably it would probably be the time that we played a greaser and I got my drumstick hooked on that floor tom twice and we had to restart our first song three times. That was the Tragic Me one. Was it? No yeah, it wasn't because wow. it, it couldn't have been because I was still I was in the corner when that happened. The tragic yeah. Me, I was in the middle. Was there that our single launch? It would no. It would have just been one of our gigs. It would just been one of our gigs. But that one was bad. Wade was still there. I'm pretty sure Wade
2: was still playing with us. Must have been just a gig at Greece. It was just it one was one just like calling ones.
1: Yeah. Was it the one where we did three shows in one night? No, that was New Year's. Can I also say the worst gig, in my opinion, is Hotel Carrington. God, <laughs> oh, that doesn't even count. We were so drunk. Uh, which one was that? We were so <laughs> drunk. Was that, that was New Year's. Just was it? Remember so the...
2: we played, for those of you that don't know, which would be everyone except these three people, uh, we had three gigs in one night. We had... King Lear's to Greaser to Hotel Carrington. Boom, boom, boom. And we had to run from one venue to another. And I'm pretty sure by the... Like, we had one drink before a show just to loosen up. But then after the gig, you might have, like, a celebratory, like, hey, that was a good show, let's have a drink. By the end of it, I think we were expecting Hotel Carrington to be a lot more of a thing because our set was going to be over... The year. Because it was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. And it was going to be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, there'll be so many people out in the valley. And our set will have the moment where we go into the new year. Like, we could do, like, a thing on stage. That'd be so cool.
1: Guys, it was completely
2: dead. There was no one. No one there. Literally no one. Like, we were in the... I think everyone went to the toilet and we we were playing to nobody like we could have stopped and it wouldn't have made a difference well
1: there was also yeah. a long wait between them there was like a DJ on and they were unpacking or something and there was yeah the guys
2: that played like the Doctor Who intro
1: yeah and we just drank I just remember I think we had shots at one point yeah and and it was New
2: Year's we party.
0: who cares
1: guys. I think our
2: set at Greaser finished at 10 and then we went on for another 2 hours or so and we yeah. were just sitting in an Poor empty venue enough. and so we just decided to have a few drinks I think I think once we got loosened up, we sort of just went ah fuck it, yes. and then people were getting other drinks, and then by the time time we did we make just heaps of mistakes. Or?
1: Oh dude, it was a whole we were falling over. That's <laughs> fun, I man. I over my pedal board. That was fun. That
0: was a fun time.
1: It, it did like,
2: ordinarily we wouldn't do that. <laughs> we're very professional band. We take our live shows very seriously, but we're literally in a venue with just us. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I thought that when we got the opportunity to play at... Was it the Bearded Dragon or something like that? Mm, Matt Tamburini. You know, Bearded Lady. I thought it was the Bearded Lady for some reason. It is. I thought when we had the opportunity to that go to sense. a venue... You know, I told people that we toured because of that. Well, we well, played
2: Gold Coast with Vinny's at Gold Coast.
0: Oh, yeah, we played that place. That was fun, too. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I liked
2: that venue because it had, like, a proper backstage. <laughs> you made you me... feel felt like it was... Like we're a proper band.
0: Did you made me walk you to your car because you were scared of some of
2: the homeless people? It's was pretty dodgy. <laughs> he though. made
0: me walk into his car, and then I had to walk back alone. Yeah, yeah. Because well, he was
1: scared. It anyway, dodgy out there. Dude,
0: I thought it was so cool that we were able to. We, we we got an offer from this hotel-ish place that said we'll give you food, we'll give you an amazing place to sleep for the night. Just come and play. There'll be a ton of people, proper and we prisons. got there.
2: Oh, yeah, God. dude,
0: and the like the toilet was in the same room as. It the was babe. not a hotel.
2: So it, it is right a hotel, point. they have like a B&B sort of thing and then they have like an Outback steakhouse sort of place and then there's a little outdoor section Very country, where the bands play and I was like, oh, that'd be cool, I wonder if like, I'm here and there's like real bed and breakfast-y looking places and then I no one was at the bar for ages and I'm sort of going, hello,
1: hello <laughs> the band's
2: here, <laughs> here and then eventually this guy comes out, he's like, what? Like, we're, the, we're the, the, the band playing tonight. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He's like, I was talking to the, the booking agent, and they said that we get rooms. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And uh, he, like, looks around. <laughs> he just throws, like, a whole bunch of keys. I think we had keys to about 10 rooms. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care. And I was like, do you want to stay the night? Do you want to stay the night? And I was, like, offering keys to everybody. And uh, I initially was like, oh, that'd be so cool. Like, we'll have, like, that little <laughs> outdoor area. We'll have the little place. Because there was, like, a little bed and breakfasty sort of place. And then it had, like, a little garden with a little pressed iron, little seats and stuff with a little, what do you call it, arbitrum sort of little hut. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then, they, no, no, no. You guys are at the back. And then out in the back, it's literally, like, a prison cell. It was terrible. It was it like was a demountable, was a demount, demountable <laughs> with linoleum floors that are like a millimeter thick, <laughs> peeling <laughs> up at the sides, <laughs> and you walk in, you're like <clears throat> metal <bed clears> and, throat> throat> and you open it up, and it's like a school bunk bed on wire, <laughs> <laughs> and you get about thirty centimeters of space, and then there's like a little potty. Yeah, that was and like it. A
0: little locker as
2: well. <laughs> yeah, like a prison cell. Like if you look up, like a. It was literally like re- like long and thin, like yeah. enough to sort of just like, like one of those Japanese pod <laughs> hotels, like you just kind of go <laughs> into it in the evening and it then you awful. just wake up again. Like there was <laughs> enough just to sort of put your body in it.
0: It was so vile.
2: And It was like, actually so vile. What I was w- weirded out by as well is that with places like that, they usually just have like those really thin white sheets that they sort of just bulk by. Maybe like those hospital sheets that are a bit like Terry Towling looking, and that's about it. But my blankets were like a person's.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: like a proper Duna colour. Mine wasn't like, mine, was, mine, was, mine, was, mine was Mine was
0: exactly like the that. first part. I don't uh, like that at all. Yeah, and
2: so it smelled of cigarette smoke as well. You, you stayed the night. You did I don't think, think you stayed. I went home. Oh you tickets. went home? Really? I wasn't gonna yeah, stay the night. Katanak stayed, you stayed and I stayed. You guys actually stayed. Yeah we yeah. stayed
0: the whole night. I you honestly did Emma? not
1: think
2: Did You stay stayed with yeah. your
1: girlfriend.
2: Jamie was with me. Oh, yeah, my God, and we were in like time. these little pods. Well wow. well that's that's very free conversation though, free food. I'd and I'd we got paid, I, I think. Bed. We still got
1: paid for that. totally got paid.
2: Tony garbage, Tony we
0: probably garbage.
1: got about a hundred bucks. Make you about
3: sex. I've <laughs> got sex. discussing the most bizarre or unexpected influences on your music. It could be anything from a random movie. Bro, a weird fuck
1: this guy. No, um,
3: I, hold on. I still want to hey, tell you guys. Hey,
1: us, give us five.
3: Enjoy diving into that topic.
1: Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> hey Jack, Enjoy diving. That was in. terrible, bro. Give us five
3: um, <laughs> well, I gotta
1: guess the shit is the shittest. Give us five Enjoy random. Enjoy diving. diving I have into I that's
2: terrible, one. Dude. Enjoy diving into that one, boys. Interesting. <laughs> sure. sure. Alright, here we go.
3: Let's make these interesting. One, here we go, guys. Never have I ever gone skydiving. Two. Never have I ever go, accidentally texted the wrong person something embarrassing. Three. Something. Never have I ever tried an exotic food I couldn't pronounce. Four. Never have I ever slept through an entire day. Fine. Dude, this is amazing Never have I ever forgotten the lyrics or chords during a live performance. These shit spoke some i One ready here. Guys. Let's hear your
1: stories. Every single gig we've played, I make horrendous mistakes. All right, and it's
2: so obvious. Here we go. I've got a conversation topic. What is the favorite and least favorite thing about what the other person does on stage? Mannerisms... Common mistakes, common sayings, common things they do. Ooh. Favorite, least favorite things. All right, Sheldon. Uh,
1: start with Liam.
2: Right? Do, you me, do you want me to go first? Give you guys some thinking Liam time. Liam will go first. I okay. don't need thinking time. I'll
1: give you. I'll give you some thinking. You want to go first? Then? No, Liam goes Liam, first. Liam, you go first because okay. I don't know how harsh. We I We should be. ask him
0: about his shirt as well, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll we'll end with that.
2: Um, my favorite thing about. Elliot, is when he does the little like this little like noodle dance. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Noodle dance. Especially when you do like little solos. I think you're better at solos than you think you are. Oh really? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, kill it. For sure, sure it you can kill it. For you're sure. very good at improvise- improvising those. When, I when don't when like you. when you get all shy and you stand purposefully stand like at the back of the stage. Oh, I feel do that that? I don't know. There's some times where I feel like it's like you could get with the audience a lot more. Because, like, you're the lead guitar. Mm. And, like, you're... A lot of the time, you're in the middle. So, I reckon you could, like, go like,
4: yeah,
1: yeah,
2: And true. When, when you feel confident, this is actually going to be my favourite thing about Elliot, and I realise I'm
0: jumping, but... It's fine. Whenever he does feel confident, he comes up to me and it's my
2: favourite thing about what he does. He comes up to me and he yes. sort of, he,
0: he kind of makes his presence known yeah. and he looks cool. like he belongs and he looks like he's comfortable and he looks like he's in control of his yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah. And it looks and feels really good. When we interact
2: on stage as well. Like when
0: That's you come cool.
1: and when we do guitar stuff I like that. Together, I like oh, doing that. I like doing that. So cool.
2: It's very, very cool. Yeah.
1: Normally, midway through the set I'll start and mm. being a bit more mm. you know, fun. What about me, Leo?
2: Um I think your solo and Jerk It Out is... I, like, I will always have a jerk it out in the, in the band. Because I reckon it's, it's... Your drumming, we're only a trio now, and I think the, one of the main reasons why it still works is because of your drumming. I feel like you've got a, like a wall of sound sort of drumming style, and you're very bass sort of heavy, so even when we're not playing, there's still like a sort of going. I think if you were like a sparse drama it would sound really like flat true true True. and i think your solo won't jerk it out it's always an absolute banger um and i don't like when you second guess yourself because i reckon you've always got it right yeah or if you do get it wrong you fix the mistake very quickly and i feel like you're down on us sometimes as well like i like i feel there's some times where we've been good and then we come off and you're like oh that was so shit and I'm like, really, bro? I thought we were great. I think you're too harsh on yourself. I don't could think you're be. too harsh on the band too. It could be. I think sometimes
0: I worry and I get a little I think most of us get insecure when we play. Mm. Right? And I think at le- I'm not gonna put any I'm not gonna put this on anybody else, but I do sometimes feel like that. When we finish, if I don't have a bunch of people come up to me afterwards and go, Bro, you are the best drum I've ever heard live in the universe, then I think to myself, Oh, nobody likes me, I'm shit.
2: I don't feel good, I didn't really do that. I don't think there's a drummer that I've seen, you know, like you play with two or three other bands, I don't think there's been one drummer that's been better than mm. you.
1: Just an example from the last gig we played, second last gig, Sheldon was talking shit about himself to the drummer <laughs> who, from the other band, that he was saying, oh bro, I'm not good. No, nah, there's not, I, I don't need a good sh- snare. And then the drummer comes up to him at the end of the gig and goes, what are you talking about bro, There's not been there, there,
2: be one occasion where I go, oh, I wish that guy was our drummer, not yeah. Stinky Sheldon. <laughs> Well, I sometimes I'll do that on
0: purpose just because I don't know I could see that guy. He was fucking terrible, uh, and, and I knew that we were going to sound better than them. Sometimes we just play, and I, well, sometimes we just hear a band play, and I just think to myself, "Dude, we're so much better than them." I'm definitely going to go into this with the humble thing because then there's no way to go but up. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. If you go in and you know, I have to say to that dude, like, dude, I'm about to fucking smash the shit. You've never seen anything
2: like this before. Then you've got nowhere to go but down. Right? This is not wrong. I'll jump in. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I think we can talk about this later. Is like the psyche that we go in with. Because for me, the. If. If I. I can really enjoy live music if I go to another band's night and I'm not playing. Some of the best gigs that I've been to, like local gigs, whether it be Tragic Me or Monsters Up North or the guys that we really like and enjoy, the niche aren't playing. Because I can just sort of look at it. If the niche are playing, I get really sort of competitive. Almost like a Kobe Bryant. Like, oh, we need to be better than these guys. We need to smash it. It's like I get sort of competitive. Yeah.
1: I think that's one of my negatives about Liam. (laughs) He's too competitive. (laughs) He He, takes it too... I don't want to say too seriously, because it's good to take things seriously. Mm. But when you're up against... You're not up against other bands, really. Everyone's... Everyone has their own taste in music. Everyone... We're all playing different music for starters. Mm. No one sounds We can like all us. succeed. Exactly.
0: I would have to say, if I have to kind of give my favorite and least favorite thing about Liam, it's going to be kind of similar, right? Is number one, I'd say my favorite thing about... L- let me start with my least favorite thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is that he takes himself very seriously very sometimes. Seriously. And he takes the band very seriously sometimes, mm. right? Mm. To the point where... And I, this might sound like... I'm being a dick, but it's not, because it's gonna come back into the positive. But I'd say sometimes we'll sort of overdo it a little bit, mm. right? But then my favorite thing about you is that you take the band so seriously. Yeah, exactly. Because we need somebody like that. So even though sometimes, you know, I'll be like, do we need to take it that seriously? Mm. We need to realize, and we realize this, right? Mm. So to, to kind of let you know what happened, the band did split up for a bit, and Elliot and I played a together for a while, and we we sort of played like me, him, another guy that we knew, and we thought, oh well, let's see if we can get some gigs, and let's see if we can just have some fun with it. And bro, how quickly did we just fall flat on our faces? Yeah, we just because into we did them. not have Liam in the band. Mm. So it was it was at that it was it was generally at that moment where I kind of thought to myself, I'd been giving him so much shit about <laughs> the. The amount of stuff that he does, the amount of in my eyes at that time, and I don't feel that way anymore, but at that time I thought the amount of control Liam tries to take mm. over the band. But then as soon as that wasn't present, we were all just fucked. And we just sort of realized yeah. we're like, bro, Liam wasn't trying to take control. Mm. He was trying to push the band forward because nobody else was doing it. And we mm. tried it. Did we try to delegate try work it. between like you, me, yeah. whoever else it was? And we just didn't do it. But Liam would have done it. Mm -hmm. Liam is the one who has gotten us those gigs. Liam is the one who's organized the last two gigs we've played and Mm -hmm. who's organized the next one. Liam's the one who's organized the radio show that we were on either either by himself or together. Liam has done all those things. And it's not just the... Sorry, it's not just
1: the big things. It's the little things too.
0: Of course. So back in the day, I would have said that my least favorite thing was how I felt you you took the band too seriously. But now... We'd be nowhere without that.
4: Oh, Generally, wouldn't
0: be anywhere. But yeah. it's just your personality. It's just the way that you just like to do it. You've got, yeah, you've you've got that thing about you where you want to. I don't get enjoyment
2: from fun things, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Sounds you guys like a freak. Dude, What are you talking about. Let me explain. I don't get enjoyment from things that are fun, and I think that a lot of people. Uh, confused by that like let's go fucking have some drinks and then we'll go get some fucking thing let's do it like i'd hate that i fucking hate that <laughs> i get enjoyment from achieving things so like up until uh organizing a big gig it won't be fun for me it will be torture it will be hell it'll be stressful trying to grab people in but if we smash that gig and we get like 50 people to come and they're having the best times of their lives. And I everyone's like, oh man, the niche absolutely smashed that. After that gig, for like 10 minutes, that's where the enjoyment is. <laughs> I'll be like, ah, and that's when I'll have fun. And then to my detriment, my brain goes, okay, well, what next? Mm-hmm. And it'll just be in a loop and I'll start again.
1: Well, yeah, we can get into the, the whole, the, the psychology, brain chemistry behind it. But, mm-hmm. but what about like little live things?
2: Because we initially started favourite thing, maybe. least fact, like when we were all right, all
1: right. I hate when you try to get the crowd involved. When <laughs> there's barely a crowd to begin with and he's got the mood fucking <laughs> terrible. Woo! And they And do it! I know, they do it, but I don't know why they do it. Because they love it. They're, I don't know if they do. nice
2: no, see. I hate it. it. It's, look, <laughs> I acknowledge <laughs> it's, I it. it's cringe. I acknowledge it's, it's cringe. It's so cringe. But you got to think about why people want to enjoy and be
1: cool. But and yeah, like that's what I was, a, yeah, that's and what a lot I was, of people are drunk and they want
4: to
2: go... <laughs> woo, <laughs> Ooh,
1: It's the little thing. things like that that set us apart, for better or for worse. <laughs> you know, I think the dance moves, we could probably do without them. But... Don't look at me, dude. We, look at him. He doesn't want to look you in the eyes I'll <laughs> say this. We, it, makes do we the dance? Niche, it makes the niche... What dance moves? Do we dance? Uh... Down, it's just that, that's it. Ram, ram, uh. yeah. <laughs> <ran> it
0: around and around, Yeah. and
1: If you guys have been to I've... a show, you've probably been... What about the favourite
2: thing Ellie? Very negative Nancy.
1: Favourite thing about our live... Oh, I like. About your... Sheldon. About yeah, yeah. Sheldon. Yeah, tell
0: me. I like your... I like
1: yeah. it when we... I feel like... I... Liam's very... I let him do his thing on stage. Sheldon's very comforting. Mm. So I can walk over to him and be like, oh, Yeah, right. he's always behind you. He's you my always guy. always look back at it. It's and nice. And I'm looking at you guys being like, we're all, we're fucking smashing. Whereas it. he tries to put me on the spot. earlier, hey, do a solo. <laughs> <laughs> like I tried to. He'll try and make me do some dance moves. <sighs> I don't know, but I like to stay out out of what's going on in the in the, in the the light. You know, I like to be more to the side, to the back. Kind of vibe. but where was I? Oh, what I like, yeah, comforting. Your very nice, warm presence um, while we're playing. That doesn't make any sense. What? That I'm comforting. You, you're on time,
2: and we know that you, you know the stuff. He's the you're the backbone. Oh. Yeah, if anyone's gonna make a mistake. It's probably not gonna be you. Oh, that so, really,
0: you guys, you guys think that? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Because I always
2: worry about that.
0: Because the thing is, when and this is true, if 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 rhythm makes a mistake or if lead makes a mistake while playing. It's not great, but Mm. you're not going to ruin a song. Mm. If I make a mistake, it can completely mess up the time for Mm. the rest of the song. It can throw
2: everybody off, and it's very noticeable. I think it would go drums. In terms of like most noticeable to least noticeable, we'd probably go drums, singing, lead... Rhythm, yeah. I could do anything on the guitar.
0: Yeah. Really, no when I, know. I
1: make a mistake, it's very obvious because <laughs> normally, guys, my guitar is turned so loud, and I don't yeah. do it on purpose. I don't know why my guitar is always so loud. It's weird. But I will say, and sound guys always turn me down. The thing I freaking hate about you is <laughs> how loud you play. Because the last gig at Bar, my left ear was right next. I don't know why it was so loud, but as soon as we started playing. It was just like symbols, mm. and it was the loudest I've ever heard anything. <laughs> and my ear has not recovered; like it feels like it honestly feels dead. I think I've that's lost the that, again. That I it. think
2: that's the, It can be a good thing about Sheldon, though, because sometimes if we're in a shitty venue with a shitty kit, we at least know that Sheldon's gonna fill that. Because sometimes with a shitty kit, with a with a band on, with a shitty uh, kit, it can sound like the the bass drum can sound like someone just slapping a wet fish be
0: <laughs> yeah Dude, i think that the loudness i don't know where that comes from but i do struggle to kind of i don't know it's just it's just how i have to do it i have yeah. it's, it's like i have no one like, water. Water.
2: It's it's like an animal from the Muppets. Yeah. you yeah. should get some wire drum you know those little <laughs> <Yes. bits>. <laughs> <laughs> they probably sound like normal, like jazz. normal drums yeah, to, to yeah. Like cancel it out no i don't i don't
0: think i'd be able to do that yeah. okay i'm totally with you i I don't know what my favourite thing would be about you and what my least favourite thing the would The little be things. Little well, uh, let, me, let me kind of... I just want to comment on this. Right? I like How what we- Liam wears. I also like what he wears, right? I think you wore something once that I made fun of you about, where you wore that, that knitted tie. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh I, didn't I didn't like that. the knitted like that. ties are cool. I don't like it's that. It's not cool. I like right? the most If you recent... wear it ironically... <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> recently <laughs> you've been dressed really
1: good. <laughs> uh,
0: but think about this from a mistake perspective. Do you remember when we played at Oskulligan's? Scull- oh, excuse me and I stopped playing halfway through, or I stopped playing about Mm. 16 counts before the end of our first song. (laughs) I completely stopped, and it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. (laughs) Because I had just miscounted, and Liam is really good, this is one of my other favorite things, I actually actually should have brought this up, was how he always makes sure that when I need to be prompted, he prompts me. Mm.
1: Even
0: two years later, Mm. at the end of a song, when I don't need him to do it, he'll still prom me and I'll still be like, okay, cool. Just so that I'm 100% away, which is really good. It makes me feel comfortable as well. It makes me feel like I'm in control, can sure. help me in control. Mm-hmm. But the last time we played at that venue, I thought that I knew when the song was ending and I completely stopped. And you guys still kept on going. <laughs> and then I left it for a bit and then just started playing
2: again. And <laughs> I was
0: so embarrassed, dude. No, where was this? Oh, i no, was in here.
2: Have we only played Skulligan's once or yeah, seven times? Twice. I think.
0: Was it? I thought it was only once. Oh, do you know what it was? It was once where I had to bring my own kit, and then once we played with somebody else's yep. kit. And I was like, thanks for letting me borrow your kit, bro. I wonder what that second gig was. Doesn't matter. The people don't care. Just mm-hmm. continues. Yeah. It was just, it, it was the worst. dude. So when you make a mistake playing drums, it's pretty darn vile. So when it sounds good, it sounds good. Like nothing feels better than when you do a really good solo and you smash mm-hmm. it. But every now and then I'll do a solo and like my, my sticks will hit each other. And you can kind of hear it that it's not completely in synchronization and I just want to be sick. Anyway.
2: We've got some try, fun gigs. I try... Like, another thing. You, you guys don't see this, but I, I try so hard not to make mistakes yeah. and to know the songs inside out. Like, learning um, the new song. Like, getting the lyrics right. Because mm. i got to remember all the lyrics while paying attention to what you guys are playing while, yeah, playing, while playing rhythm guitar.
0: It's hard, dude. And singing is really difficult. And it, bands it generally are,
2: is... as well. Like... Like analyzing the audience as well. So I feel if I fuck up, it'll be like a house of cards. So I rehearse within an inch of its life. True. Because I'm like, I can control if I make mistakes. So let's make sure that doesn't happen.
0: Well, I I know that you say that I sort of, I'm the kind of uh, the structure of some things, if I can use that word. But to me, I follow you. I follow you 100%. I remember you and I had an argument once because I couldn't hear your vocals. And I said to you, I can't play the songs unless I can hear your vocals. Wow. And you were like, what are you talking about? Do you hear the drums? <laughs> you need to be yeah. able to do it. But to me, it was like, oh, well, I need you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to be
2: fair, I never hear my vocals ever. Except for the last Greasy gig because the PA was like here. Um, 99% of the time, I'm just hoping it sounds That's good. That's wild. I can't hear my voice. What like does? I will sing into the microphone and it will just, it's almost like I can only hear the vibration in my ear. That's how, because vocals just get drowned out so, yeah. so hardcore. Yeah. Cool. And dude, singing is really hard. I mean, we've done karaoke, right?
0: The, after the last gig, we went to Blutes and I sang a post Malone song for three mm. minutes. Mm. And at the end of that three minutes, my voice and my throat were so sore and so tight that I was talking like this after one song. I don't know how you do it for now. I don't know how you do it. Three gigs in one night. It's insane. It's really tough. Listen, there's one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys, okay? And this is something that I started talking about in the beginning. But if you want to talk about the band, we obviously can. But I wanted to just talk about this before I forget, all right? This happened to me on Monday, okay? And I wanted to hear from your side as to... Oh, yeah, we never yeah, Yeah, Finally. <laughs> but it's something that's been on my mind. And I wanted to hear from your side as to what you would do. And I thought it could, it could maybe segment in some of the crazy characters that we have met. In our lives, right? I've met some crazy people. So this happened on Monday. I'm at Stafford City, Stafford City Shopping Center. And <laughs> we, had to go get, we had to go get groceries at like seven because we didn't get any of the weekend. Whatever, but anyway. Finish work, we go across, and we go into Woolworths, and we come out and we start pushing the trolley. And as we come out, there's this woman who is just off her face. She's like a proper bogan, bro. Piece of shit. A heavy set woman. She's just screaming shit. Right? And she walks Anyways. past us and she looks my girlfriend in the eyes as she's walking past and she grabs her crotch and she goes,
2: Oi, you wanna suck on this?
0: I swear, dude. So I start laughing at first. No. Right? And then she looks at me and she goes, And you too! Oh, and then she turns around and she walks away. Did he take her up on the offer? No. <laughs> I did not. And at first I thought it was Element. kind of funny. <laughs> I thought it was kind of humorous at first, mm. right? But then I thought to myself, what a disrespectful, terrible human being! Like, how can you speak to somebody like that? And then the whole time back to like the car and the drive home and like you know coming back, I just thought to myself, should I have said something? No. But the thing is, you have, well, you can't go around speaking to people. But like you can't that, have right?
1: an argument with a, a drug addict. or So what are you gonna do? Just accept uh, their sentence? abuse and just go? Oh, there's the, not here's, abuse. Here's bro. more abuse. You goodbye. Just laugh at them and walk away, knowing that you're going. You, you sort of go down to that level if you start Exactly, that's what about. I'm saying. You, you suck on me! You sort of <laughs> I, What were you gonna say, bro? I would have said I something. I showed her. What you did you say to me? If you did say <laughs> yeah, something.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: If you did say something back, you probably would have been pissed off that you let yeah. her get to you. What if she went,
1: I said suck on me? Well don't say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'll have to ask uh, you not okay. to say that.
0: If you say, "Yeah," i to have to ask you
2: nicely twice. Yeah, they say something if it's if you or a loved one or like a possession of yours is in danger. I well, agree. But then, what if it was the a guy, guy that said that? If you're walking
0: with your girlfriend and a guy says that to her, he's obviously crazy. But it's like you don't want a guy talking to your girlfriend like that. Say fuck off. True. It's probably as easy as that, isn't it? Why,
1: well, like, if he fuck just... off? But if he walks up to her and gets in her face, that's when. Oh yeah, dude, anything. that's
0: you know they'd probably punch out a motherfucker. Uh, I've met some crazy people, right? What was that? Nothing. I would like to hear from both of your sides. Have you ever met any crazy individuals in, in you know, throughout your life, throughout your journey? Liam, you've had some good stories about people that you've met. I'm like a magnet for these sorts of people. Yeah.
2: I don't know. That's why I don't particularly like going out to the valley because some people see, like Elliot. Some people see people like Elliot and they go, Oh, a friend. And they want to go and like, take care of him and get to know him and stuff and he, he uh, Elliot will be like have a whole venue of people knowing him. He's like hey see you next time buddy you've been like that when I took you out to one of the bright side gigs You yeah. had like the whole venue whereas people look at me and they go like what the fuck's this guy I bet he wants to I bet he wants to let's take him outside I don't know what he wants to say <laughs> I
1: think it's your presence so I don't know so, it's yeah. your paranoia dude yeah I don't know there's this is
2: a bit of that yeah, and then people weird. always come up to me and just start saying random stuff. And I'd love to give people the benefit of the doubt. What do people
1: say to you, though?
2: Um, What's been some of the stuff that you oh, I'll go yeah. through a few stories. There was a guy, uh, my mum used to work in a dementia ward. And very unfortunate. Dementia's horrible. I think you're going to get it, aren't you? You've sort of penciled <laughs> yourself down. <laughs> no, Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, horrible affliction that someone can have can also can also <laughs> uh be quite funny in like a dark way and my dad went to go pick mum up from the hospital and then not really knowing or understanding what this place was sort of was like sitting waiting for her to finish off clock off and they're in plain clothes, so you don't really know who, who, who or who is not in this right? And imagine this is my dad, right? This guy comes, sits next to him and goes, <laughs> How you going, mate? Yeah, pretty good. I was wondering... <laughs> this guy's been in this ward for like 20 years, right? Everyone knows who he is. so. Just wondering if you could do me a favour, mate. I'm I'm in a bit of a pickle. And you look like the man that can fix me and get me out of it. I've got a box. I've got a box, you see. It's a big box. And I've already sent... I've already sent two other men off. So he's alluding that this conversation has happened twice before. And that these two guys have taken him up on that offer. He goes, I've already sent two men off. And they can't lift it. They can't take it, and that box is still there. And I'm not very happy about it. So I need you to go right now. I need you to meet up with these guys. I need you to take this box. There's this box, you see, very important to me. I need you to bring it back here. And then while he's saying this, like a nurse comes, like, Come oh, with no. me, sir. Come, come on, go on. He's <laughs> like, But I need to tell him. I need, I need to tell And it's like, Getting taken. <laughs> and my dad's like, what The fuck's going
1: on here? <laughs> So, playing clothes. I had a guy, um, I was at some traffic lights, and this crazy guy looked like he was on meth, like, he looked crazy. Just runs up to my car and tries to get in. Oh, no way. I had a guy try to kill me at a,
2: the other day, because he was going, like, 100 in a school zone.
1: But actually, can I finish? Um, oh, he paused. The only <laughs> reason he couldn't get in was because I've got child lock. Like, the door's just locked, <laughs> and I can't turn it off. thank goodness dude (laughs) so you would have have turned turned it off I just drove off
2: must be a hit with the ladies when they try and get out dude (laughs) it's bad Mm. but he was going this guy behind me same sort of situation he was going like 100 in a school zone and I'm going 40 because it's a school zone during the time and he comes up behind me and he's going in the mirror. So to be a dick, i go down to like five. Yeah, it's so brave. And I go like this. <laughs> brave? Dude, he's
1: in a car.
2: And he's go he's like trying to go like this, like around me. That's go, awesome. And then but then he goes <laughs> and finally gets off on the wrong side of the road. I'm like, wow, that guy's off his face. And I turn left, and what I don't realise is that he's at a red light, and I just pull up right beside him. Stopped at the same yeah, set of lights. Yeah, stopped at the same set of lights, and he gets out of his car. Oh, shit. And he's, like, running over, and he's obviously, like, an ex-crim. Because was, it was a painting van, and painters are always ex-crims, because it's the only job. I think it's, like, a common job that they go into. Um, and he was, like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to
4: stab you. I'm going to fucking you. He's,
2: <laughs> like, oh, he said and I wind down my window, I go, it's a
1: school zone champion.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was so annoyed.
0: That's Brutal. Been... Well,
1: guys, this has been really good. It's been fun, man. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you for finally having us on the podcast. We'll of see course. if he releases it yet. Yeah, might, might, yeah. you guys might never well, see it. Well, guy
2: might be on the cutting room floor. We'll see. I'll watch the whole thing back in slow There's a lot that needs to be cut from memory. Yes. I tell
0: you what, man. When it comes to crazy people, Elliot was tapping his phone. He wants to get out of here so bad, bro. But I want to keep it going. No, that's well, right. We, keep uh, it going. Hey, man.
1: You love Joe Rogan. He does like four hours. Yeah, podcasts. dude. He does like four. Yeah, th- not I at think midnight. Joe Rogan does it? <laughs> I can get Chad to sign us off if you guys
0: like. Yes, he'll sign us off. That'd be perfect. Yeah, let's do. Let's do Chad. Chad, you can sign. Have Have Chad sign us off, bro. All
1: right, Chad. Oh, sorry, guys. Hold on. Okay, Chad, we are finishing up the podcast. Would you do the honors and sign us off in a really gay way?
3: <laughs> Disavow.
1: Is there any way to do it?
3: Of course, here we go. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of The Wild Podcast with The Niche, Liam, Elliot, Sheldon, and myself, Chad GPT. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to The Wild Podcast with The Niche. It's been an absolute blast chatting with Liam, Elliot, and Sheldon.
1: It's doubling up. Sorry guys, that wasn't gay enough Chad. Make it gayer, bro
3: Remember to keep embracing the unique and wonderful in every aspect of life (laughs) Stay Fabulous and keep rocking in the most awesome way possible That's all I do And stay fabulous in everything you do until next time. This is Chad GPT signing off catch you next time for more fun and intriguing Conversations keep shining bright everyone. All right. Keep shining bright. everyone.
1: It's too gay now, Chad. Keep shining bright, Chad. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
2: Keep shining bright. Keep, keep sh- shining. Again. Doubles
0: down. Thanks
3: for having me on the show. Keep shining bright, everyone. <laughs> it's been great being part of your podcast. Much love and keep rocking out there. Cheers.
1: He doesn't know how
0: Alrighty, guys. I had fun. Did you all have fun? Yeah. 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 That was good. Thanks for having That was really good. Thank you. Thank you all for for taking the time. I mean, I know it's pretty late. <laughs> It's a Friday, you know, everybody's had some things to do and it's been a busy week. Oh, didn't ask me
2: about a shirt. Well, let's let's do it, dude. It's a beautiful shirt. Are we still recording? Of course we are. Okay, this is... Jesus. This is my shirt that I'm wearing. Hang on. Stand up. Swaps places with me. This is made custom. One of a kind.
1: Unreal. No way.
2: By who? Jamie. So, these are my childhood toys. That's right. Wow, rubbish. what? She drew this. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. And Skate Park was a little play that I used to do with all the toys.
0: Wow, well, that, that is fantastic.
2: That and it was, cool. uh, the government were trying to shut the skate park down. And uh, they had to band together these <laughs> ragtag team of skaters. They had to get, um the government to decide not to shut the skate park down and redevelop it. That's true. And uh, eventually the mayor learns to
1: skate. Wow. That was pretty really So, did.
2: she thought that was pretty funny. So, these toys, still around, she put them all in a thing. But don't tell us it's not <laughs> the toy. <laughs> he's joking,
1: he's joking. <laughs> uh, Sheldon?
2: Sheldon!
0: You can't trust this guy. It would have shut down somewhere. I don't know where. (laughs) It could have shut down like 20 minutes ago. Did you even put an SD card in? Yeah. So it would have recorded. It's still really hot. And we're we're still still going, dude. So we can still sign it off. So so there you
2: go. So she took a photo of it. Turned it into a cartoon. (laughs) So that's what it is.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
1: Everybody, thank you
0: very much for joining. We'll see you on the next one.
1: You need a camera with an internal fan like an FX30. It's so hot, isn't it?